Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We're your hosts from the Draft Network. We've got Chris Schubert floating around. I think he's healthy enough to produce today, maybe be on the show. He's got to be on the show because it's takes on takes. He has to feed us. The takes were brought to you by Bet Online, the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that MLB is back as well this season is in full swing. Bet online, your continued source for your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Super easy to get started. Head to the website today or you can use your mobile device. We have a deal for you. We'll give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online, it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy Friday to you. I'm going to pretend like you didn't just completely steamroll over when introducing today's show. The badass interview that we had yesterday with hopefully a first round prospect in this year's NFL draft. I just got us to this point, but yes, we did have a great interview that will be dropping soon on the podcast. I'm going to put Chris on the spot. ETA, Chris, Saturday, Sunday, Monday? Yeah, I think this is going to be a Monday uh, release a for Monday you guys. A Monday release. An ex- a little mm. extra show. You're getting a lot of bonus shows. You're getting a bonus show later today, I think. You're getting a bonus show over the weekend for sure. And then you're going to get the bonus N'Kobe Dean show uh, on Monday. Uh, oh, get my out of God, there. Chris, get you God. just spoiled the whole Jeez. thing. You do know that when I post the, the episode to the, to the podcast feed, I put dudes discussions and I put the player – yeah, but to, we right? didn't say it now. So like people right. could have been like, Jeez. oh, I got to come back on Monday and see what, what player they interviewed and open and see that the player is N'Kobe Dean and be like, holy shit, they had a great interview with N'Kobe Dean. That's awesome. But Guys, I'm, I'm under the they, weather, okay? Give me a little bit of a break here, all right? No, I told you I was going to put you on the spot. Monday, N'Kobe <laughs> Dean interview. Well, Chris gets to put us on the spot the rest of the way with the uh, the takes that he has holstered for today's podcast. So Lots of takes. Uh, lots of takes from everybody. Appreciate everybody sending them in here over the last couple of days. Uh, the last oh, take- real quick though, real Chris, sure. you changed your Twitter handle. I, I, I did. Yeah, it's, it was, he got tired of complaints to Shoe Radio. No, no, I just Shoe Radio is a past life. You know, I'm mean, I, a new phase of life, so I figured I would change it, and I couldn't do TDN Shoe. I couldn't do my name, so I just put my name with an underscore, and I changed it. But I did this like two weeks ago, and I'm surprised it took you this long or somebody this long. To find it. Yeah, because we started getting tweets for takes on takes and people were <laughs> tagging you, but it was Chris Schubert underscore. So it still got to me. It still worked That's the way you, you want. That's what you went with, Chris? That, that, that was, you could have put mid-major oh, Chris. You could have put... Mid-major Chris. Mid-major Chris with a great handle. Would have been good. Maybe... Still no, okay, it. listen. Everybody out verified. there... You can still change it. Everybody out there, don't take mid-major Chris, okay? Please. I might, I might or if you have suggestions for Chris, we'd love to hear them. We, Chris, yeah, yeah. we got to do better than Chris Schubert underscore. You're right. I'm we sorry. At, I'm sorry. At the Joe Marino. My apologies. Listen, there's yeah, a lot of people right. that have done both that since. Dorks. Like, <laughs> both of you. Joe throwing stones in a glass house there. One thousand percent. 
Um, so again, apologies. I am still slightly under the weather. So if I if I cough during the show, my sincere apologies. You should don't, you should hit the mute button if you. Have I'll to try, cough, be good. but if I'm in the middle of a take, I can't really do a whole lot about that. Um, okay, so we got a take from uh, ATH uh, two zero or two zero eight eight. I never understand. Anthiorio. That's exactly how I'm you pretty say sure that. that's who that wow. is, Joe. That's very good. Anthiorio. Debo no Samuel idea. will be traded before Jimmy G. It's the no. first time, first time we've had a chance to talk about that on the show together. No. So what's fascinating about that entire situation is the 49ers have all the leverage. They right. don't have to trade him, right? And they can cost him significantly, not only because he'll get fined for not showing up, but also he'll lose the accrued season. We're talking about guys had some injury issues, so they don't have to do anything. Now, I guess there's part of the position where they should probably want to do right by the player. And if he's not, if he doesn't want to be there, then take your opportunity to maximize your ability to get a return for him. But they can hold him hostage if they want to. And because of that, I, I am selling on the idea that Debo gets like, if you're San Francisco and it's like, okay, Debo, you want to be traded here, NFL teams, here's what we're asking for, for Debo Samuel. And it's going to be like, his stock is never going to be higher than it is right now. I guarantee you Debo Samuel will never have a higher stock as a player because he's going to be a year older this time next year. Joe mentioned he's a player who's had some issues with injuries in the past. He's just coming off the season that he just had. There's been attrition to the 49ers coaching staff. This is it. If you're San Francisco, ask for the moon. And if you don't get it, oh, no. You get another player, another year with Debo Samuel playing on a rookie contract. And then tag and trade him if you have to. Like I, right. I think 49ers have to maximize their opportunity here. But what the spirit, the take is is that Jimmy G gets traded first. Is that no, the actual Debo take? The take was Debo gets Debo traded before Jimmy. Traded G. before Jimmy. Well, the, here, the other thing about Jimmy G, and I've said this a few times. Are we sure Trans, Trey Lance is ready to go? But even if he's not, they still have an incentive to move Jimmy G. Eventually. Right. It might mm -hmm. not be next week, but they still have an incentive. Like, what is your incentive to move Debo? He doesn't want to be here because he didn't like he was used too much. I feel like the, the Jimmy G landing spots are there's only two places, Seattle and Carolina. Who else is doing it? Right. There's there's maybe this is a Sam Bradford situation. Or when Philly Just drafted Carson out. Wentz and then they they held him close to the vest until somebody went down in camp. And then they got yeah. a one from Minnesota. Right. right. <laughs> not, not from, was it? Yeah, it was yeah, from they, Minnesota when Teddy went right. down. Yeah. Teddy went down. Yeah. Yep. I'm just connecting the dots. It's it's Friday. I'm a little under the weather. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. All right. That's not how that works, but okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, Joe. Uh, a little bit of a wee woo for you. Your basketball team is going to be uh, having a new head coach next season. They just they fired Borrego. See you later. I got rid of him. Do we agree with this? I, I watched I, five minutes of the team all you, season long. You have five, you have five more minutes more uh, validity hey. to your opinion than I do. 
The win totals have went up every year. It's a good point, but he's not going to be the coach. But next they season. got smoked in the play-in around the last two years. So, so I, I, I pr- go ahead, Kyle. No, go ahead. Finish your thought, Chris. No, I, I was gonna, transitioning to a it new was. take. I was going to a new take. Okay. No, I, I have a wee woo as well. Okay. Okay. The TDN scouting staff has completely done their player grades for the 2022 NFL draft. Oh. Don't know where their approval Maraca is, but we'll be know. shaking. You guys are done, right? Sorry. So we are we are done, 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 done. Cut off last night was midnight Pacific time since half our guys live on the, the West Coast. West Coast. So I said, yeah, okay. Um, so we said, guys, midnight Thursday, you're done. Got to have a week to do admin and get the, the rankings together and update all the player grades on the sites and all that jazz. So uh, the deadline is come and gone. And we have fully cross-checked 375 prospects for the NFL draft and have additional prospects that were not cross-checked. It's not bad. This take from at Joe at work 87. Oh, wonder what he's doing right now. DM this one. I like that handle. I love that handle. (laughs) Okay. DM this one to me. All right, Shubes. I've never sent in a takes on takes take. Oh, I'm so glad we got a first timer. So let's, let's get spicy. Oh, no, no, no. He got spicy. Okay. Jalen Weidermeyer has a better chance of having no. a 10 year NFL career than Jelani Woods. He may bounce around eight different teams, but Weidermeyer will stick in this league. Hold on. You said, Kyle, I know what you're looking for. You said you were going to be nice. You know, you said you were going to be nice. Oh, Joe, I'm sorry. At Joe at work, I'm sorry. I knew this was going to happen. Go back to work. Go back to work. Hopefully Joe at work is watching the YouTube version of this because it's not going to have the same effect in the audio feed. Well, I don't know. The the closet jamming shut probably. The poop hat is out. To be be abundantly clear for our audio-only listeners, which you really should try the YouTube channel. It's good stuff. I know. Um it changes the dynamic and it but the, the video enhancement is much like 12 out of 10 would recommend would, would the argument be and i'm not i'm not saying that i agree with this so let me get through it would the argument be that widermeyer is like this 260 pound tight end that can block because jelani woods is big as well and he's a better blocker and jelani has way more receiving upside and a billion times more athleticism so unless there's just something like personality-wise that we don't know about these two players, I don't know what you could point to that would lead you to believe that Weidermeyer is destined to have a 10-year career as opposed to to Woods. So, sorry, Joe, at work. Apologies. No, I, I, I love that you listen. I love that you send some spice. But I assume because you send spice... Uh, you've been listening to this show for a while, so you you knew what you were maybe going to get, and you got a very high entertainment quality reaction from me. And Joe <laughs> gave you a nuanced take as to why uh, why the, the, he disagrees with you. So you got a little bit on both ends of the spectrum. But thanks as always for listening. Uh, this one from Michael Christopher uh, tweeted at. Oh, this is a Jets Jets gang. It gang is green. A, it is a Jets one. Yes. If the yep. Jets select KT at four, him and Lawson would be the pass. The best pass rushing duo in the AFC East in over the last ten years. Whoa, the last ten years. I I, I agree, I Kyle. Put this away. No, yeah, you should just keep it on. The this last is, ten this years. Is, this is yeah. I don't like this take at all. 
a rookie and a guy that's been healthy for 20% of the games of his career. Are we going to act like, let's think about some of those duos. I mean, we've seen, we've seen Mario Williams and Jerry Hughes combined for 25 sacks in 2014. I, who the Dolphins have had something I'm sure that's really good over the last 10 uh, years rushing the passer. Hold on. Let me, I, I want to make sure my timeline's right here before I get egg on my face and poop hat emoji myself. So just give me a second. Well, you are wearing the hat. So you're pretty well within. Right I am wearing the hat for in response. I don't want my responses in regards to obviously the team that I have an affinity for uh, and it not be in the timeline that we're looking <laughs> at and then being factually incorrect because that would be poop hat. It's fair. Worthy of a rebuttal. Is it even the best combination in Jets history over the last 10 years? That's a great question, Joe. I'm glad you asked that. So, Ask the question again, Joe. Would that be the best edge rushing duo for the Jets in the last 10 years? Because they had like Muhammad Wilkerson had some crazy years for them. They did. Let me, let me, let me just, I, I don't want to pull a Kyle and get egg on my face. Well, um, and who did Chandler Jones overlap with in New England? That's a great point. Probably Rob Ninkovich because he was always there. Jamie, was Jamie Collins? Oh, that'd be strong. Calvin Pace and Muhammad Wilkerson for the Jets had 20 and a half sacks combined in 2013. Uh, the, the highest I found for Miami in the early 2010s was, uh, when Olivier Vernon was still on his rookie contract and Cam Wake had like 22 sacks in one year. Oh, Cam Wake. That was the best player they had opposite of him well, because Cam Wake's unbelievable. Well, I was sitting here trying to figure out if Jason Taylor was in the last 10 years. <laughs> and he's not, I, so. I just pulled up a little blast from the past here as I'm looking through the, uh, the, the Jets – sack leaders yeah, it's, year it's, by year. Yeah, it's fun. It's an ugly, poor, ugly list, fun. if I remember correctly. Woo! They they've just poor, poor one out for Brian Thomas. Quentin Copel's <laughs> in there too. Oh, Quentin no. Copel's he had five and a half sacks in twenty twelve. Yep. Brian Thomas picked twenty two. Dude, Muhammad Wilkerson was good. I forgot how good he was. He was oh, good. For sure. He was he's, a monster. He's a very good player. Total monster. Muhammad Wilkerson um, and Sheldon Richardson combined for 17 sacks in 2014 how did, or 2015. Jamie Jamie Collins never produced sack numbers to go with. I mean, he existed coexisted with Chandler Jones, but Joe, like Rob Ninkovich and like Jabral Sheard were the guys who had more sacks as like the second guy in the group. But Collins was on the team. What are we doing here? Right, the, so 20, are, the 2016 Jets had Leonard Williams. Sheldon Richardson and Muhammad Wilkerson all on the same team. Uh, what are we doing here? I like the take, though. Pro- that's what we want. We want to provoke reaction. And, and I mean, Chris came through in a big way. But I'm not going to go with a rookie and a guy that's played no. never two, healthy. Two seconds, yeah. Okay. okay. I, have a, I have a take from Adam Stephen Paul, who has confirmed – that his name is actually Adam Stephen Paul. He remembered that I asked this when reading his take a couple weeks ago. Hold he on, let confir- me take the poop hat off. He confirmed this. That, that's, so, that name is not poop hat wor- uh, worthy. His take this week. Why don't we see Jamison Williams mocked to the Falcons at eight? I know teams don't think this way, but Arthur Smith's, 
Arthur Smith's leash seems long enough. They'll very likely be picking very early next year. Ridley, Pitts, Jameson, and Young or Shroud at quarterback, question mark. Love it. Oh. I love it. Kyle has the poop. Oh, there it goes. Okay. This is a good take. This is a very good take. Um, yeah, what's the rush? Right? Like, just pick the best, most impactful player you feel like is going to make the biggest difference for your team. And if it's a player who's going to miss the first month of the season, like, who cares? I agree wholeheartedly. I don't think Jamison Williams will be the best player available on the board when they pick, so I don't think it'll actually happen. But, like, it should be entertained. Absolutely. Especially if they do pick a receiver. Like, I've seen a lot of mocks where it's Garrett Wilson in that spot or Drake London. It's like, well... Have you seen Jamison Williams? Because that's a good player too. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash belief. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash belief. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. I got a take from Josh. Not sure when takes on takes happens. What are we doing here, Josh? Friday. It's every Friday. Friday. What are Friday. we doing? Friday. Friday. Friday on the show. But I think I have a good one. So, Kyle, when somebody says they think they have a good one, you may want to have that. Yeah, there you go. There, just have that ready. Oh, I got you. I'm back. Christian Kirk will be one of the 10 most influential players of the 2020s decade. It's not measurable. Give us, give us something else there. Okay. I'll, I'll work with him. He said decade. I'm just reading a decade means a decade means 10 years, right? And he gave us a round number in 10. So will Christian Kirk be viewed as the most influential impact on the NFL from this season? No. Will the Christian Kirk contract resetting the wide receiver market have the most ripple effect across the entire NFL this season? Okay. Yes. It already has. And that's, that's kind of what I think he's getting at. And I, I can kind of see what he's saying. Has it though? So he's not, no, I I like, Kyle's yes, I mean, unpacked we, we this had really Devontae well. Adams and Tyreek Hill traded, and now Debo Samuel wants a new team in AJ Brown. Were they were they traded because Christian Kirk got nineteen million dollars from the Jacksonville Jaguars? I, I think that's I'm a sure leap that expedited the process. So you're you? te- you're you're telling me that in a world where Christian Kirk does not get that money, that those two guys are still on their teams and don't get the same contracts they got. I'm saying. The phrase is that deadlines spur actions, right? And there's no deadline here. But when you have a new data point that is so drastically off the beaten path, 
on Christian Kirk and the caliber of receiver that he is getting paid what he got, it immediately pushes play for those guys that were in negotiation windows for new contracts where it creates that sense of urgency and that you know, for what we know we're going to be traded for, like we need to make this happen now or else we're going to be stuck playing on a less than ideal contract for another season. Those guys had to get traded before the draft. See, to me, the DeAndre, the DeAndre Hopkins contract in Arizona had a bigger ripple effect on the wide receiver market right, than Christian DeAndre Kirk's. Hopkins is good. Oh, so is so Devontae like, Adams it, it and Tyreek Hill. So those guys were going to get right. paid regardless. Right. But when you're holding yourself up to, okay, I want to aim for DeAndre Hopkins' money, and then it's, holy shit, Christian Kirk's getting paid $17 million more this year than I am. Like, that's a different kind of push to get the, the boulder rolling down the hill, in my mind. Kenny Galladay got, got the same contract a year before. Kenny Galladay did not, did not get the $3 million per year in incentives. Kenny Galladay got, four, got, got a four-year $72 million contract. Yes, he got $18 million per season or more. Christian Ken, Kirk is up to $21, 22000000 million per season. Okay, but up to. He has to get there. Kenny Galladay was not very good this year. But Kenny Galladay reset the market. I, I just have Kenny this Galladay tough, was awful last year. I have this tough time assuming that just because Christian Kirk signed in Jacksonville, that like, oh gosh, all of this is, is now happened. Like Devontae Adams was going to get paid. Tyreek Hill was going to get paid. They were going to get paid around what they got anyway. Joseph, where do you stand on this? I, I've been through a roller coaster here because initially I was thinking influential like this guy is going to change the course of the Jacksonville Jaguars and emerge as one of the greatest receivers of our time. And I'm like, I don't think that's going to happen. But I, 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 when you brought it to like influential in, in kind of a more encompassing way, I'm like, all right, I see what he's saying. And he didn't say like the most. He said one of. I think it's a reasonable take. I don't know that I fully buy in, but I think it's a reasonable opinion to bring up. So you're Switzerland here. Yeah. Because Chris and I are on pretty pretty avid opposite sides of the fence here. See that. It's nice for you guys to be in a rift. That's about football. <laughs> hey, Chris and I have very good similar taste in music I found out recently as it's well. True. I, I, true. I saw that entire thing happen. <laughs> yeah, we'll, it's very we'll, exciting. we'll save that story for another day, Joe. Yes. We'll, <laughs> we'll save that for another time. Um, I got a couple more here for you. This take from... I have no idea how to pronounce his Twitter handle. It looks like Mark Melanson, the closer for the Diamondbacks, but it's not. Penn State will have more players drafted this year than any other team other than maybe Georgia. I said the over-under at seven and a half players drafted. We get to play the game. Let's play the game. Let's do the thing, Kyle. John Dotson, okay. Rasheed Walker. Oh, I, count on it. Yeah, Chris, Chris, I know you're a little under the weather, but your fingers work? Yeah, we're good. We can count. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so we said Jahan Dotson, Rashid Walker. Anybody else offensively? I don't know. I, I'm kind of stuck right not there. That I think, not that I think it's drafted. So then defensively, you've got Lucetta. Abicati. You've got Ebicati. You've got Ellis Brooks, linebacker. Maybe. I don't know. Not, I don't know. Not a combine drafted. guy. Right. I don't think he gets Brandon, drafted. Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith. Uh, you've got Tariq, Tariq Castro Fields. Fields. Brisker. Jaquan Brisker. They had the Jordan Stout. Uh, Jordan Stout. 
they had the kid who ran in the four twos at the pro day. Okay, so he gets drafted because of that. That's he's like the next Troy Apke. Yeah. And like Troy Apke okay. got drafted like way over drafted. But like <laughs> So you're at nine, not including the guy who you you threw out because he didn't get in an invite to the combine. Uh you also have PJ Mustafer. So now you're I think is still in this class, right? And then um they had the uh Tangelo declared too. Derek Tangelo. So they're gonna get like eight or nine at least. Probably. So we're taking the over here. What do you put it at? Seven and a half? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. I would I think he picked a good number, and I'll leave it at that. I think seven oh, yeah. or eight. Christoph, next take. Let's take from Alex, who spells his name A-L-Y-X. Love that. Take of the teams with multiple first-round picks. The Packers need to nail their draft the most to continue to stay relevant in terms of their position in their respective conference. By the way, we have a bonus episode coming out about teams with pressure on them. You guys recorded it last week. It's true. We do. Can you repeat the take? I'm sorry. I can. That's The no, Packers. Sure. Of the teams with multiple first-round picks, so we're talking Giants, Jets, yep. Texans, yep. Eagles, yep. Saints, Chiefs, Packers, Chiefs. The Packers need to nail their draft the most to continue to stay relevant in terms of their position in their respective conference. I disagree. I think that the Packers can do okay with their picks and still be a top three team in the NFC where if Kansas City doesn't find some answers – they're in danger of not being like they've been the class of the AFC for the last four or five years. I think they are more in danger of losing that than Green Bay is because of the uh, rest the of NFC's the conference. Wide open, yeah. Yeah. Green Bay is going to be a top three team in the NFC this year. Kansas City could, but I think they're going to they're going to need some help from their draft picks. I agree with Joe. I think Kansas City is kind of at a critical juncture. They, they've reached critical mass just based on some of the turnover on the roster and some of the influx in talent elsewhere, especially in that division that is now so crowded. Yeah. Like you could blink and be nine and eight and in last place. Like it's one of those years. So it'd be tough. That's it. I think that's going to do it. We're closing We're the books. Can We're, I make We're a quick it. announcement? Yes, because we have not we have not talked about this on dudes. Um, you're getting a lot of bonus episodes today and over the weekend and next week. But for those of you who have been listening to dudes that don't know about what we've been dropping over on the YouTube channel, the scouting team uh, worked very hard to put together some videos breaking down the top 64 players in this year's class. There are individual scouting conversations about all of those players that are going up on YouTube between the start of this week, uh, Monday, all the way up until the Wednesday of next week. So about six of them go up every day. So if you haven't gotten a chance to go check those out, highly recommend going over to the Draft Network's YouTube channel to check those out. They're very fun conversations. We're also going to have some positional overview conversations coming out next week. So again, subscribe to the YouTube channel because a lot of cool content uh, coming there. Amen to that. And we thank you guys for checking out uh, Draft Dudes. We thank our friends at Online for their continued support of the show. Kyle Krabs, Joe Mann, and Chris Schubert, make it a good one. We'll talk with you guys on Monday. Have a good weekend. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.